and we are live greetings earthlings i am extremely surprisingly not completely dead it was a big old night last night we finished off the boot camp the guys that were filming who you're going to see on youtube in the forthcoming weeks we went through that journey together um james and ryan and also sam the guy from halloween boot camp who popped back down we did a little debrief with them in my favorite um, date bar of all time where i used to live in london bridge called 214 bermondsey this fucking gym bar got absolutely spanned to say the least um and things carried on and uh things took a turn for the more slightly more fast and furious let's say um and i don't think anyone can blame anyone who was at attendance last night if they were now to say they felt a bit tender like pulverized vegetables or some sort of mash because that's certainly how i felt i've kind of recovered it a few sips on the old vino branco of vino tinto i've helped steve steve off stave off the pain my brain isn't working today so today i'm going to give you a, few, a couple of um a bit of a reading from a book i really recommend it's not about day game and dating um it's about a real estate broker from the 70s. Uh, Les introduced me to this book, actually. Um, and I, I listened to it, and it was like, fuck, it was really, really good. Let's go to our ski, my favorite Afghani goat farmer, Bazde Hassan Sabah. Good to see you, man. Gary Gilman. I'm a good-looking guy, but I don't know why I feel insecure around women. Why don't you, instead of saying the same things time and time again, like some lamb baying for its mother, but it's a boy that cried wolf scenario because you don't actually want help. Because I've said multiple times to all of you guys that watch this, whether you're watching it live or watching it in repeat, info at jamestuss.com is my email. Include your WhatsApp number when you email me. Process then comes. It can be a question. It could be a, about training. It could be, you know, a question about this. Like you said there, Gary. I'm a good-looking guy, but I don't know why I feel insecure around women. Get in touch with me. We'll, we'll, we'll speak on WhatsApp. We'll diagnose the problem, and I'll tell you how to go and fix it. You don't have to fix it with me or the guys I work with, but it's a, it's a good thing to look at doing. Oh, hello, Beast. What's going on? Live stream. Live stream. I'll go in the other room. Hold on. That's right. We will. Apologies, house admin. Such is the way of living with people. So, let's get back to this. Today, we're going to be talking about a book, just a couple of chapters from a book by a real estate broker um, called Rob Ringer, 
highly recommend you check out his book. It's, it's, it's on Audible if you prefer to listen or you can get it as a PDF. But a couple of the, his cornerstone theories he has in his book are brilliant. Um, so I'm just going to read a little synopsis of each. He's got these cornerstone beliefs, right? So the guy was a guy who's entered the corporate world, was getting absolutely trampled on. And he was like, right, fuck this. I need to develop a kind of a mental system, a mental map to not be fucking, you know, less fucking run of the thing. I want to go up in the world. I want to boss it. So he's got four cornerstone beliefs, but I'm only going to talk about two of them because I think two of them are relevant to what we do as well. And, and they're not often what I talk about in a different sense. So cornerstone three, mortality theory. This is him writing. So I'm just literally reading out all credits, Robert Ringer and winning through intimidation. Given that your time on earth is limited, it makes good sense to aim high and move fast. When my participation in the game of life ends, I don't know, I don't want to be caught begging for an extra innings or more chance to grab the brass ring. The fact is I've never known a person who is giving an extra inning. Most people block from their conscious minds the reality they're going to die, and in a relatively short period of time at that. I didn't like facing this reality any more than does anyone else, but I finally did so after the theory of relativity. Reality became firmly entrenched in my thinking. As a result, I quit hiding my head in the fantasy sands of eternal life and face the reality that as a mortal, I was as mortal as every other person who had lived on this planet. I figured that with some luck, I might be around for another 50 years or so. By that same token, circumstances beyond my control could reduce my secular visit to a matter of months, days, hours, or even minutes. There was simply no way of knowing. If there's something wildly beyond our existence, what a great bonus that will be. However, I had no way of knowing for certain that there was anything beyond life on Earth. So I decided to base my actions on the assumption that this time around would be my only shot. I made up my mind that I was not going to squander because of fear, intimidation, or any other reason what might be my only opportunity to win in the game of life. In the event I had only one life to live, I figured I'd better get on with it as quickly as possible. So there we go. Valuation of time. We often touch on that as a thing, don't we? But super, super important. Um, let's go through some quick questions here. Yeah, boot camp son. Yes, I agree. AJ, hey Tusky, what were you doing before you jumped on the travel lifestyle? I was working in corporate jobs in the city. I quit that lifestyle about four years ago to start traveling um, full time, teaching day game and dating as well. And obviously, work with a number of very cool guys around the globe you've seen all over the channel um there's a team of well it's not a team under one roof per se it's more like an octopus with different tentacles but there's probably eight or nine guys who will all make up what we're doing you know you've got ollie the fashion guy you've got alex the in a game dude you've got myself les um silver fox mr b kofi running the show with the training hi tusky michael spazioletta hi Hi, Tuscom Agatrika. Do you remember me? Yeah, sure. Welcome back, man. How is London? London is good. We just finished running a boot camp. It was fucking off the charts. It was it was full on, but it was a lot of fun. And the guys did really, really well. You're gonna see throughout the course oh god, horrible sweat patch. You're gonna see throughout the course of the footage that Cameron Dan recorded over the weekend that at the beginning, um, both Ron and James were pretty nervous. Um, and they're struggling with um stopping the girls issues with nerves just just going up frantic speaking sweating you know just terrified but remarkable well, not remarkably because it, when you've kind of been in this for a while but you you know what was interesting is you start to realize that 
over the course of two or three days, just pushing them repeatedly and giving them feedback and helping them out and, and getting them to approach more and more and more meant that they're able to very, very quickly uh, develop and, and get better. And the the learning curve for day game is, is very, very fast, right? Because it's done sober. Um, you're able to learn quickly. The thing that the, the reason a lot of people I don't think ever got good at night game um, was because they're going out drinking, right? And it, how hard is it to sit an exam when you're drinking or remember stuff you did right or wrong when you're drinking? It's a memory blotter, right? It just eradicates memories. You can't learn properly with day game. Maybe you've gone out for a few the night before, but generally speaking, you're going to be compass mentis. Um, you're facing your fears head on. And conversationally, it is just a case of bantering, being fun, being playful. Um, ingraining this into your lifestyle as a kind of a, a system, a new suit up version of you just chatting to everyone, having fun. And this is a side effect um, of, of that. Can we still get girls if we don't have a job? Yes, I know people that are broke as fuck and get laid. You know, they do. You don't need it. You're going to need it for something more substantial, right, down the line, but you don't need it technically to get laid quickly. What's up, James? Good vibes, Jason. Greetings again. I'm currently an Asian. Any ideas to move? And any ideas to move to Europe? Um, I mean, I'd recommend coming to Europe if you're in Asia, 100%. Why not? The second chapter, or the, the fourth point he makes, Iceball Theory, this one's brilliant. So given the apparent ultimate, face of, ultimate fate of the, the, the Earth and the universe, it is vain and nonsensical to take oneself too seriously. We talk a lot about this, right? Always being playful, always having fun. Um, making the most of it because what's a more entertaining state to be in, right? It's someone who's going to actually be playful in life. People want to be around that energy. It's more fun for you to be in that energy. And overall, it's just better, right? So I'll repeat that. Given the apparent ultimate fate of the, the earth and the universe, it is vain and nonsensical to take oneself too seriously. I call this the iceball theory as a result of an anonymous description of the earth's future that I read some years ago. The author explained that our sun is slowly burning out and in about 50 billion years it will be completely extinguished. When that occurs, the Earth will be nothing more than a ball of, ball of ice. Accompanying the explanation was a chilling illustration of what the Earth might look like at the time. As ominous as the explanation and illustration were, I came to the conclusion that this was just another reality of life, that there was absolutely nothing I can do about it. And, the, and, the, and that in the light of this very long-term reality, the immediate problems plaguing me, particularly in the business world jungle, was so insignificant as to make me feel like an ant. The reality from my vantage point was that 50 billion years from now, when the Earth is nothing more than a ball of ice, my problems of today will be so insignificant to have ever been to have even been recorded. Indeed, they would undoubtedly not even be a record of the entire century in which I lived most of my life. The ice ball, ice ball theory is the flip side of the mortality theory coin. While on the one hand it makes sense to go for it in the time you have left on Earth, the ice ball theory eliminates stress and makes it possible for you to enjoy your quest for success. In fact, as most people have discovered, it's, it's the striving and struggling for success rather than the success, than the success itself that brings the greatest amount of joy. And he does some other stuff here, but... Yeah, I mean, again, we can take what we want from that. I'd say it's a brilliant book to read. Highly recommend it. A lot of applicable cross theory to what we talk about on this channel. Seizing the time, realizing your time is limited, <laughs> going after what you want. Um, I'm a slightly slowed down version today because I'm very tired. So I'm going to answer a couple of questions and then leave you 
to do your thing on a Monday evening, which I assume is going to be chilly. But if you can get out, obviously get out. I'm forcing myself to take action now, starting with asking for directions. Got to go somewhere. Well done. Jason K. Jason, I think after doing the first 100 sets, approach anxiety really reduces. Yes, I'd agree. But also just bantering more with people on a longer time level, right? Just always bantering with people, always talking, always using your social skills. The more you do that, the more comfortable you become socializing. The problems arise, and for a long time, the problems always were. Um, from my point of view, when I was learning this as well, is we'd have this kind of theory to go out and do, say, you know, three times a week, you do 10 approaches, you know, so 30 for the week. The problem is, if you sit on that introverted side of the spectrum, between those days, you're not actually doing anything, right? You're not actually working on becoming more sociable, more playful, using your social skills, building that emotional and social intelligence. And so now I think the emphasis should be, personally, what I recommend is two or three approaches a day. Situation is you go around your everyday life, you switch on, you leave the house at the gym, the coffee shop, coming back from the restaurant, whatever it is. You just take the opportunity that alongside that you're bantering, you're being playful, you're having fun with everyone you come across. Doesn't mean you have to be like the class clown, like always the joker, but being playful, having fun, not taking it too seriously, super key because most of the interactions we have are so, so logical, right, as men. So we need to flip that up and change it. Any advice for becoming great in Spanish fast? Yes, use an app called italki. It's very good. Sabri, even a homeless guy from New York picking up girls. There's a documentary on YouTube. On that note, gentlemen, it's only been 30 minutes, 40 seconds. But I bid you adieu because I have things to attend to. I have food to cook and I have a glass of wine to finish. I will see you again tomorrow with some early morning motivation. See you then. <laughs>